Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 21 here at the Players Club Podcast, a podcast by the players for the people. And I'm your host, Darian Richard. Welcome, you guys, to episode 21. And I will say 21 is a good number. It's my college number, obvious reasons. So I'm happy uh, to be back with you guys this week. Uh, we're going to cover pretty much everything about Pro Day. I'm uh, going to be joined by one of my other friends who just went through Pro Day and had a, I think I had a good day. He had like a, excellent exceptional day um and so coming up coming up later on nolan turner a former all-american safety looking to go into the draft this this year uh, but first yeah we had pro day this past week and i will tell you guys there's a couple moments in life that you just get like really like you don't have to set an alarm for like we were all joking all the guys before like all of us woke up we had to be at the facility like i think like 6 30 like every everybody's just up at 3 30 4 o'clock just like sitting in bed Cause you're like, if I'm going to be late for anything, I'm not going to be late for my opportunity to interview with NFL teams. And so, yeah, lots of nerves and just months of work. Like I talked about me moving down to Florida. No one talked about him moving down to Florida. Some of my friends were in L in California training. Some of my friends in Dallas, Texas, um, just all over the place training. And you train for two or three months with the hopes of having a really good day, either the NFL combine, but or at your pro day. And a lot of us, I think, that competed the other day, uh, either, either one, I think only one person competed at the combine. So everybody was looking forward to having a really big uh, pro day. And so, yeah, all that work goes into one day and to make your dream come true. And so the, the, pretty much the way the day went was we had to be there like really early, 630. Um, and you kind of check in, do everything. They, Clemson, shout out to Nick Yard. He says, he swears I know, I'd never give me any love on a podcast, but he's our equipment manager. At Clemson, literally the best man, the GOAT, he is a man. But he got us a bunch of new swag. I should have wore something, but pretty much it's like it's all stuff that like you kind of always want to get as a player, like purple tights, because Coach Wayne doesn't let, let us wear any colored tights, uh, some cool gear. So you get all that swag, and then you essentially get ready, and you go up to this room, and there's like two NFL scouts in there, and you pretty much like tell you, hey, today, compete in everything. And everything. And like, if I'm measuring your hands, try to get one more centimeter. Yeah, so you go up in this room and you like measure your hands and all that good stuff. And so everybody's competing. You measure your hands, you like squeeze it for every inch, your wingspan, um, and then make you do like a 360 with your shirt off and all that. You're trying to look as big as you can. And you go in a room where it's like all NFL scouts, like Mike Tomlin's in there. There's a couple of head coaches of every NFL team. It was 31 teams. I don't really know who the 32nd team that didn't show up for Clemson's Pro Day was, which is odd. Like, who was the one team that was like, I'm not coming? Because everybody else came. But you walk into this room, they say your name, and then they do your height and weight in front of everybody, and you're like in nothing but your underwear. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> for a bunch of men. But you kind of do that, and then you go, you get ready. So we did the, the vertical, the broad jump, the bench, um, and then you run 40s and you do position drills. And so yeah, it was a really good day. Like, even for me, like, I had a, had a good day. I had numbers I wanted to hit. Everybody has goals that you want to hit because you know that puts you where you need to be. I ran and hit every time I literally wanted to hit. And I think I exceeded a couple uh, with my broad jump. Hit 10 feet, which was like I never got 10 feet in training. And so your adrenaline's running. You kind of get a little more a little more in you to go and just kind of shoot, aim for the stars and see what happens. But all to say is 
Pro Day went really well uh, for me. I feel like it helped me out a lot. It gave myself a shot to go, go to the next level. I need to have a really good Pro Day. And for my guy just coming up next, I think it really might have locked him in to really get drafted. I think he was kind of on the fringe. People didn't know how athletic he was. Nolan Turner, former All-American safety at Clemson, and the guy who just killed his pro day, uh, coming up now on the podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Episode 21, uh, back at you guys with one of my good friends. Like I told you guys earlier, I just finished pro day. And this is a guy who I've literally done everything with for my entire career. We came in together. Uh, very uh immature little dudes uh, not a lot of facial hair as you see today uh but my fellow super senior my brother nolan turner was good what's up man yeah i know we've been working on this facial hair for a while now but um <laughs> i appreciate you having me yeah i'm glad glad you're on here bro you know what i'm saying just the we're both are venturing off and then adulting in life but just wanted to bring you on here bro to talk uh we both just finished our pro days and that's kind of what i want to hit first dude um Mr. Four Four himself, uh, surprising <laughs> everybody, the white guy that jumped higher than everybody at, at Pro Day. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, so how was Pro Day for you? Come on, man. Come on. Oh uh, uh, man, it was how a, was Pro Day for you? It yeah. was a blast. Um, you know, like I said, it was you know it was fun to just go out there and kind of compete, you know, and see all the guys coming from you know different parts of the country that you know been they've been training at. And to kind of see everybody put that work in, come back, compete, um, you know, see some coaches um, and then, you know, ultimately running through all the drills and just trying to hit those numbers that you'd been training for, you know. And um, and, you know, none of the drills are it's not complicated stuff. You know, it's all simple stuff. And so, it, you know, I wasn't feeling a lot of pressure, but, you know, just really anxious to to hit those numbers and, you know, exceed your your expectations that you're training for. No doubt. So I guess the question, and everybody's kind of wants to know. Obviously, you made some headlines last week. Mm -hmm. How did it feel running four four? And did you know you were capable of running four four? So um, when I was training, you know, this is actually kind of ironic. When I was training, I, I ran two laser times down in Florida, and um, both laser times were four 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 and four four four, and then both unofficial times at the at pro day were four 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 four. And, wow. um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. If anything, I was consistent. So, um, so, you know, that was, it, it was cool to see, it was cool to see that number pop up again. So. No, for sure, bro. That was big. I mean, it's crazy that so much weight goes into a 40 yard dash. Like, you know, right. like it's, it's right. literally like huge. Like some guys that, that'll either make or break, uh, depending on how much film you got, how much, how highly talented you are, but like your 40 can literally make or break your NFL career. There's guys yeah. we know who didn't get drafted or didn't get a shot because they ran slow 40. And the right. opposite is true. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, I was happy with what I ran. And, and you know, some of it correlates and some of it doesn't. You know, you see, exactly. really fast, you see really fast dudes run not as good at the Combiner Pro Day for whatever reason. And you're like, man, I know, that, I know he's a fast guy, but for whatever reason it didn't show up on time. So, you know, so for the good and for the bad sometimes it uh, may or may not work out. One of the things I think people, when they like see a pro day or see a combine is like, you, you were kind of talking about how much work goes yeah. into it. Like, like we both moved down to Florida and for nobody, anybody doesn't know, he moved down to Fort Lauderdale too. We're at two different mm -hmm. facilities. Where were you at? Uh, XPE, shout out. XPE in Fort Lauderdale. Shout out Matt Gates, Tony Villani. Uh, they do a great job. Good guys. And I was at a house of athlete in Weston. And, but you move away essentially just to kind of 
get a change of scenery. We both have been in Clemson literally our entire adult lives. Um, yeah. So we wanted to switch it up. Uh, we moved down to Florida and you kind of are get new friends, get a kind of new team, so to say. And you're down there training like two a days for two and a half, three months. Yeah. And all the pressure is to go perform well. Right. And some, it's, it, cause it sucks cause some guys will get to, they could be fast or strong, but just sometimes on the, on the big day, it just doesn't click. And so right. how does it feel like, as far as like when you, the pressure was like, or you, the, the relief after having a good pro day? Yeah, no, it was, it was a huge relief. Cause like you said, you know, it, you're down there for those eight or nine weeks, uh, 10 weeks, whatever it is really, you know, with a lot of places with the emphasis on running that fast 40, you know, like. I mean, I don't know about some other places, but, you know, we did a lot of specifically combine training. So, you know, we're, we're training for these events and, you know, we touch up on position work and stuff, but, you know, we've been doing that our whole life. So we didn't have as much of an emphasis on the um, drill work as we did the 40. So it's like, you know, you're putting in all this work, like you said, for that one event and, you know, you want it to, to pay off ultimately. And, um, you know, that's kind of why I went down there. I heard good things about those guys and, um, you know, some of our former teammates had trained with them and ran well. And, um, so I'd spoken with them and liked their program and what they did. And so that's kind of the business decision I made to go down there and train with them. And, you know, it didn't hurt having some uh, South Florida weather um, for two and a half Not months, kind of kind of skipping that winter, you know, <laughs> the South Carolina winter, the short winter we've got. But so it uh, it was really nice. And I, I definitely enjoyed the process and, you know, meeting guys from all over the country that came to train down exactly. there, you know, uh, making some new relationships with guys and, you know, all good people that we were with. So, I mean, it was, it was a great experience. No, I said the same. It's always so funny to meet different guys. Cause it's like, yeah. it's, it's like the same people just in a different place. You know, it's, it's got, you got a funny guy, you got the quiet guy, you got a serious guy, right. you got, you got some guy who like, is not focused. It's like everywhere you go, <laughs> yeah. it's the same people. It's yeah. just different faces and different places. For sure. For sure. And uh, getting their perspectives on their careers and programs exactly. and stuff was also, also cool to hear. Bro, I was, I don't know about you, but I was super thankful I went to Clemson. Like yeah. I, there's other good places you can win some ball games, but just hearing other people's experiences and some guys mm -hmm. like, I ain't never going back. I don't, you know, I don't care no more or whatever, but just, I'm like, I love Clemson, bro. Like, right. <laughs> like I'm, I'm right. going to go back whenever I get a chance. I know. I know for sure. Yeah. It was, it was interesting kind of hearing their perspective on their school. And it was really like everybody wanted to know kind of what we were about at Clemson and wanted to know what exactly. we did and how the coaches were and the guys and, you know, just the program in general. So it was kind of cool to kind of harp on that and, you know, kind of brag on the, the university and the program. Yeah. No, for sure. All right. Last question on pro day. We're moving on is okay. – Bro, how when you when you think about obviously what your stock was, what did you feel like you showed at pro day, and how do you feel like that helped you? Yeah, so um, I think pro day, I really showed my athleticism. Like you know, just as far as jumping goes, my jumps were explosive. My forty was fast, um, and those were kind of the biggest things that I wanted to go out there and um, improve. You know, that I could run and that I'm a good athlete and can move well and. Um, so that was kind of a big emphasis for me um, throughout training and, you know, just kind of making sure I got out on pro day and was able to prove that. And um, you know, that's kind of always like the question mark. I like, oh, you know, he's a smart, you know, good football player or whatever, right. but is he, can he move? Is he athletic enough? You know, yeah, like whatever. Um, so that was kind of um, – I, I, was, I was proud of that, you know, proud of running well and, you know, kind of proving that, you know, I've got that speed and, you know, can play at the next level. 
Yeah. Well, box checked. We're moving on. We both feel relieved. Uh, two good pro days, and we'll see what's next. So, what's next for you, bro? So, obviously, timeline. We finished the Cheese Bowl. We both moved down to Florida. We train. We have good yeah. pro days, and so then the draft is a month and a week from now. Like, what is Nolan yeah. doing in between now and the draft? Yeah, man, I'm trying to, um, you know, stay consistent with like the training that we were doing down there and just implement that schedule for this next month and a half up into the draft. You know, I've, I'm back in Clemson. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely utilizing all my resources at the facility. You know, once you get on your own, you don't have, you know, the food prepared right. for you and, you know, you don't have this set schedule. You got to be here at whatever time. And, um, so, you know, just really sticking to, you know, my own schedule, um, and just making the most out of my day. I mean, I'm training up here at TNT with Joe Don and, um, you know, getting in some extra work at the facility in the afternoons and, um, you know, just, just kind of taking it day by day, um, you know, staying in shape, getting stronger, still, you know, getting better at the stuff we were training at earlier, but, you know, with more of a football emphasis, getting ready for the draft and what's next. Exactly, bro. It's, it's such a crazy season. Like we, you kind of worry for so long and it, it comes and it's over. And now it's the next thing, um, right. bro, before we, um, obviously want to see both of us get a shot. So you get the best shot you can at the draft. We're mm -hmm. going to take people back a little bit, bro. Young Nolan coming out of the yeah. Stavia Hills, Alabama. Uh, you're about to go to Alabama. Is that correct? Yeah. I was going to go walk on. I had a, had an opportunity to be an invited walk or preferred walk on or whatever at Alabama. And that was, you know, I didn't really want to go to a small school and play. I wanted to go somewhere big and, you know, had the opportunity to, to go there. And that was where I was going to go until what, Clemson what, came along. Yeah, I'm about to say, what, what <laughs> happened? Talk, uh, talk us through um, how Clemson came into the picture and then what time. So, I, you know, I'd been down at Clemson um, a few years before. I'd, I'd been coming to camp and stuff. You know, obviously knew Coach Sweeney. And, you know, was doing the whole camp circuit and stuff and, you know, came out here and performed well and, you know, whatnot. I had good camp. You know, it was fun. Uh, loved the campus, loved the university, all the coaches, obviously. And um, – but, you know, when you're from Alabama, um, you know, I didn't have any big-time offers or anything. And so, that you know, they invited me to walk on. Clemson invited me to walk on. And, you know, at the time I was like, I'm from Birmingham. Dad played at Alabama. Like, I want to go to Bama. You know what I mean? And so right. that was kind of that was kind of the plan up until then. And then um, Coach Sweeney, you know, was kind of staying on me, want me to come up, take a visit, um, you know, just, just come take an official, um, you know, come by, come meet everybody, everything. And, and I was like, yeah, like I'll do that for sure. I'll come take an official. And um, you know, all those dudes from that 2015 team uh, left, like TJ Green, J Ron, yeah. um, you know, all those guys. McKenzie, they a lot of DBs left. They're you know on that still in the league, good NFL players, and they're trying to fill some spots. So you know they went and got Kayvon, Isaiah, yeah. Trayvon, and they they're trying to get another DB. And Coach Sweeney came to school with Coach Hobby, and uh, <laughs> you remember Coach Hobb? And okay, of so, course, unforgettable. So, of course, yeah. So I'm sitting in uh, my head coach's office, Coach Anderson, back at the high school, and uh, with Sweeney and Hobby, and you know we're just kind of chatting it up, just kind of a uh, routine you know recruiting stop before I came up on my official that weekend and he offered me a scholarship that day and I was like oh. well shit like I'm coming to Clemson like you know <laughs> I'm like there's, there's not there's no other option like we're, we're in you know I'm coming I'm coming and so you know they, they thought that was funny and um, took an official you know everything was great and 
signed like the next month. Like it, everything kind of changed, like just like that, you know, just right. I kind of walked back into school talking to some of my buddies and, you know, I was probably planning yeah. on living with in Tuscaloosa the next year. And I'm like, yo, um, I'm going to Clemson now. And, uh, you know, and they were happy for me and everything, but it was just, you know, kind of a cool, uh, cool day. People that don't know, Nolan's dad and Coach Swinney played at Bama together. So I think yep. uh, I, when we're talking, we'll say stuff that people just don't. Like, I'm like, I want people to know that. So your dad right, and right. Coach Swinney play, played together. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of your dad uh, was a beast at Bama, uh, fullback. He play, did he play fullback in college? Or yeah, yeah, fullback, running back, more, more fullback. Okay, fullback, played in the league. Um, mm-hmm. bro, obviously you got coaches, kids. You also got, how did it feel to be like the son of an NFL player growing up? What was that like? Yeah. So, you know, I don't really remember him playing, um, cause I was so young, you know, cause he retired, I think when I was like one, maybe two, um, when he was in Philly and, um, but you know, that was kind of, it was just kind of like normal to me, you know, that's just kind of what he did, who he was and, but he was just dad, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like, it didn't seem like crazy to me, you know, but I was always obsessed with football. So, you know, right. kind of growing up in that football house, I was just like, I love football, loved watching it, loved playing it. Like I just kind of grew up playing all, all sorts of sports and, you know, with him being an athlete, I was like, well, that's, that's what I want to do, you know? And so I always, I kind of just always wanted to play football since then. No doubt. Well, it makes sense. Um, did you, did you like feel any, I guess not any pressure. You just felt growing up in a household, like football was the, that was going to be it. Like, did, yeah. Like, was like it, yeah. He, he wasn't, you know, he never really like was hard. He would never really harp on it to me. You know, there's no pressure to, you know, play football. Like, I, you know, he, he could kind of care less what I did, you know, as far as sports goes. Like, he's like, you know, if you want to play basketball, play basketball, you know, whatever. You know, because I used to have hoop dreams like everybody else in middle school until, you know, like you're all of us have six foot one, too, uh, too short. You know, I can't, yeah, right, right. So um, I was like, yeah, football's. Football is going to be my thing. So, but I mean, you know, I've always loved the game. And so it's, it's just been an easy decision. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it was just kind of always my thing. We, I mean, he coached my, uh, like our little youth league team from like second yeah. grade to sixth grade, whatever. So we like all the guys in the neighborhood, uh, you know, we, we grew up playing together. And so that was just kind of the norm. Like football is just kind of what I did and um, something I fell in love with at an early age. No doubt. Uh, that doesn't. This is random. That doesn't excite me one day. I want. I can't wait to coach my kids, bro. Because because like, <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. as you get older, you realize looking back in high school, middle school, and to any high school, middle school coach out there, look, it's grace for you. But you also right. realize how little these people know. I'm like, bro. I played Division One football. Got a chance to go to the league. I'm not letting somebody <laughs> random coach my son. Because I'm looking back yeah. some of my high school coaches. I'm like, bro, it's all love, but dude. He never played, dude. Like he just, he yeah. was just a good guy. Like you, you can't yeah. be that you can't be that dad yelling from the stands though. Oh no, I would never. I would never. I'm definitely gonna be. <laughs> you can't be I, that I would guy. never. Yeah, I, I'll never be that guy. But I do. I'm definitely gonna be involved in hands on. Involved as, as, for sure. Yeah, involved sure. is the best word. Um, <laughs> bro. Moving on, just uh, you kind of going back to something. Obviously, people that have watched your journey know your story. You weren't a big time recruit. Uh, mm-hmm. nobody necessarily expected you to become an All-American, have the career you've had, have the big plays you've had. When we came in in 2016, bro, we had a loaded class, and, like, a lot of those guys yeah. went went on to play in the league. Like, what was your mentality coming in? Man, like, my mentality coming in was just to go to work, you know? Like, I wanted to, you know, come in and prove, you know, to others that I, w- I would fit in at this level, that I can play at this level. But, you know, I knew I was going to come in in red shirt. You know, I wasn't – 
I didn't have any crazy expectations of coming. I'm going to start from day one. Like that wasn't me. You know, I knew I was going to come in, put the work in, grind through power hour, um, try to just soak up all the knowledge from the older guys, from coach V, um, from the other position coaches, you know, just all the football knowledge I could and just kind of grow from there. And, um, you know, it was definitely a long process and like, I definitely didn't know as much as I thought I did coming in, you know, I thought I knew (laughs) all these, I thought I knew everything about football, you know, coming in like, I was smart football player. Um, you know, it's going to be easy transition. And it wasn't like, you know, I, I didn't know nearly as much as I thought I did. And, um, you know, especially diving into Coach V's system uh, from day one is not easy and learning all the terminology, all the scheme, and um, just trying to soak all that in and grow from there. And that was just kind of my, my mentality and just take advantage of the opportunities that I was given. And um, it didn't always succeed at the opportunities I was given, but, you know, I feel like I learned and grew from, you know, all the failures, all of the, um, you know, just kind of adversity that, you know, goes through a career and, um, you know, just trying to, trying to grow and continue to get better from all yeah, that. I mean, I, very well said. I think just, uh, I just want people to realize 2016 class you had, uh, just defensively, just cause these are mm-hmm. guys who came with, came with Dexter Lawrence, yeah. um, Isaiah Simmons, Kayvon Wallace. Dexter's uh, already been in the league for three years. Right. Look, look, all these people. Together. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had Trayvon Mullen, um, mm-hmm. Trey Lamar, who got a shot, but had a great Clemson career. Yeah. Um, Baller. Obviously, our brother Jamie Skowski came, was, was there with us. Um, who yeah. am I missing anybody? Um, that's what, it was a deep, pretty deep class. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody from defensively. That might be um, Niles. Niles came in with us. Yeah, Niles. Um, yeah, but just a, a very like, – and it's all these yeah. guys are were four, four-star, five-star guys. Kayvon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Kayvon. Um, and I think you hit on a great point, but just just when people are like – everybody's journey is totally different. Mm-hmm. And when people watch your journey, it's different than Asia Terrell, who came in as a freshman and just – you know, just blossomed yeah. as soon as he stepped foot on campus. Right. It's because right. football is like a developmental sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what would you say, like, for people – I don't know, just – we think about it, it would have been really easy to compare yourself to other people and get discouraged. Like you talked about the adversity, like how yeah. did you stay the course? Man, I think one thing that is, you know, super big that um, not everybody always has is self-awareness. And I think you have to be very self-aware of your one. situation, you know, kind of where you're at, not compared to, you know, your peer um, to your right and left, but, um, and really just growing like on your own, you know, kind of like, you know, coach, we always said, put those blinders on and growing from there. And like I said, like coming in, like me and, um, someone else who came in and probably played from day one, there's, there's different maturity levels and that's, you know, on and off the field. There's, you know, I think guys come in and, you know, when obviously Trevor's a freak, but when Trevor steps in the building day one, his maturity, um, how he handles himself, um, you know, takes advantage of every little opportunity and um, is, is different than some guys coming in to college. And, you know, it's just lights are a little too bright and everything. That's kind of how I was, you know, didn't really right. just didn't know what I didn't know. And um, I think I think that's a really big, you know, kind of element to to that is just is self-awareness. Bro, that is a great point. Coach Nolan coming in on the pod today. Look, yeah, there you spitting, go. Spitting gems. <laughs> but seriously, dude, you look, we look around. We came with a lot of guys, and there's no shade, but just the reality of, like, just being real. 
lot of guys have transferred and some of them have right right reasons to transfer but some of them also didn't right. around the country the transfer portal is huge uh just because like we live in such like a I gotta have it now world, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I gotta have it now. If I don't have it now, then it's everybody else's fault besides my own. Right. The reality is just like, that's just not the case. And self-awareness has to be huge. Cause it's, it's like, especially a place like Clemson, like bro, if you, just cause you're not playing doesn't mean you suck. Right. <laughs> it's fast. like, maybe, maybe you just, somebody's better than you and you, you seem to work a little harder, study a little more film and just wait on your opportunity and make the most of it. But I think that's right. big for anybody watching. Cause I think oftentimes people do lack self-awareness. I'm just like, right. bro, it is, maybe it is you, you know, <laughs> maybe you can, maybe yeah. you can grow a little bit for sure. Um, for sure. And get, work harder and get smarter. All those things. I think it's a great point, especially for right. anybody watching whatever yeah. you're doing. Uh, let's be more self-aware. Um, sure. all right, bro. When did you talk about your journey and you look, look back? I know we were there for a hundred years, bro. But, uh, when did you feel like, when was that moment it clicked? Like I belong. Um, Man, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, it's interesting because I think, you know, my journey, it was like, I kind of got like a little bit better every year. I kind of got like a little, a little more of a taste of it, like every year, you know, like 2016 redshirt year, 2017, I played a lot of special teams, Right. Um, didn't play any on defense. 2018, I started playing on defense a little bit, you know, and kind of gradually throughout the season. But I think, you know, that moment when I thought when I felt like I belonged was um you know I'll take it back to the um the 2018 the Cotton Bowl and mm. um when we were playing in uh out in Dallas I think that interception I got out there was just like kind of my first big play on a big stage you know what I mean yeah and that was just a like a super cool feeling to you know just like a, on a like a nationally televised game making a big play and a you know a big game it was just um it was a lot of fun, obviously, and, you know, big win for us. And that was kind of that moment where I was like, okay, like, you know, I belong. I belong, like, playing on this level with, you know, this kind of talent. And that's kind of when it hit me, probably 2018. No, that was – I do remember that. We were hyped because I didn't even know you were in a game. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, exactly. Yeah. I, um, What's he doing out there? I literally was like – I was because I was playing special teams in 2018, and I yeah. just remember just seeing – because uh, they sub. Who, who'd you go get? Because you got subbed in. Who, who'd you go get? For we, so it was like a it was like a third down, our little dime package. You know, so I was going right. in as the extra DB coming in. So that's yeah, what I remember, it was. yeah, I remember seeing you out there, and the next thing I see, Nolan <laughs> is running with the ball, and I'm hyped. I'm like, <laughs> right, great, great moment for sure, dude. So you've been a part of a lot of like great, like kind of defensive games, especially this year, but even in the past. Like, is there a game yeah. that kind of comes to your mind of like? Man, that was fun. That was special. Um, yeah, I'd say like it's really hard to you know always not talk about that 2018 team, especially the national championship game. I know. Um, I know. Like you know, that's always the first thing that pops in my mind. Like, we've had so many great defenses, and but you know, winning that national championship um, up in uh, San Fran up there, um, you know, holding them to 16 points, and you know, a lot of red zone stops with. I mean, we had, if you look at that, if you go back and look at that defense, look at that team, I mean, it's like everybody's in the league, you know. Yeah. Um, that, that was a loaded defense, and, you know, we played some good footballs. That was a lot of fun. You know, that fourth quarter hit, our offense is driving down the field, and everything's kind of, you know, the motions are hitting you. You're like, we're about to, you know, this this is it. You know, we're, we're, we're going to win. And, I mean, that was pretty, you know, like overwhelming and just a super, like, just – 
different feeling, you know, just like all the right. hard work that you put in for like such a long period of time. And then like to just see it all pay off. And ultimately like you hit that, the highest peak in college football, you know, like just like tip of the mountain. And it's like, all right, like where do we go from here? You know I mean? Like this is it. Right. We just accomplish everything you want to accomplish in college football. And so that it's just like hard not to say that game. Um, but indeed, you know, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. once again, look, nobody's going to be mad at you for saying, right. right. <laughs> look, that's a, that's a, that's a great game. Obviously V was a legend. I think one of the biggest things people like want to know about or just get more insight on. And obviously you had a front row seat to this too. Um, so now coach V's leaving, you got coach Khan and Wesley Goodwin taking over. Um, yeah. what do you want to tell the people about like the new reign on, on the defense? Man, I'm I'm excited. I'm real excited uh, to watch them and how they um, how they structure this defense and um, and ultimately how they you know perform next season. I'm you know it's been I've gotten up to spring ball a few times, gotten to see them you know coach and play and practice and stuff, and um, being with them you know throughout the whole bowl prep last year. Um, he's you know obviously him and him and Coach V very different you know different dudes you know from Wes and Coach V. Um, going to be different play callers, going to be different coaches on the field, different personalities, but those are, you know, two of the best guys and two of the smartest guys at what they do. And there's a reason coach V kept West so close all the time, you know, I mean, they're, right. you know, feeding off each other ideas and, um, schemes and what's going to work for this and what's a good call for that. You know, how do we stop this? And, um, and, you know, Wes is the man, I mean, he's a, He's a player's coach. You know, all the guys are gonna gonna love West, gonna speak highly of West. Um, he's just he's just who he is. And you know, the fact that he's become the D coordinator at Clemson isn't gonna change who he is, you know, and that's what I think is really cool about him. And I mean he's still gonna be the same old West. I mean, it's just it's just who he is, you know. Funny funny humor, um, kind of quiet. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, get can get uh we'll get after you every once in a while you know you start to see a different side of him on the football field a little bit than you would up in the meeting room so that's what i that's what i like to see come out of him you know in the bowl prep getting seeing him get after some guys a little bit was uh was fun and so i'm you know super excited to, to watch them coach and then coach con obviously oh, yeah go go coach. yeah if you want to say no that. yeah like i've been around coach con you know for six years now that's my guy um, you know, came came into Clemson when I came into Clemson. So you know, we kind of went through that ride For together. Real, he did, he did. You know, of, uh, you know of, of learning, learning the defense. You know, getting adjusted to college football and and everything. So we've um, you know spent had a lot of good moments with Coach Khan. I've really enjoyed his mentorship and you know his coaching ability. And you know, he's really poured into me, him and his family. And so I've you know always been really appreciative of them. And now his his sons are growing up. About to come, Brody's about to come to college. Bro, which blows my mind. What? Now. It's, I know. It's weird. Where did Tom go, bro? Where's it's weird, though? but um, yeah, just super excited for both of those guys. All right, last question for for Nolo Nolan Turner, bro. All right, <laughs> Coach V came on the podcast last week, and we asked him this, and I'm curious from the players' perspective, who are top three or four guys or five, whatever you want to say, but top guys that gave you nightmares as a defensive player throughout your career? Wow. Um, yeah, this is. No order, we, no order. No order. Five guys. So just five of the best players I've play, we've played against is a good way to put it. Um, right. So the first three that come to mind, well, I mean, you can, like, <laughs> some of them are a group, you know. I, 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 might, I might put them in groups. Number one was um, 
Jamar, Justin, and Joe. Them three. Um, as as a unit, so I'll, I'll use that as one. Um, and then like you run it back to 2018, and they got you know Judy, Waddle, Devonte, and um, uh, and Rugs and Rugs and Rugs. Like that's the other group. I mean, it's just like you know you see speed and you see like talented guys, and then you like turn on this tape, and it's just like a it's a little bit different. Guys stand out a little bit more, look a little bit faster, and it's you know. You know you're you're right. in for it, um, and then so th- those two are you know definitely the the biggest that stand out. But man, some of those Ohio State teams that we played, um, oh man, man Fields, oh, Justin Fields, uh, a heck of a quarterback, heck of a football player, and especially those receivers they had too with um, you know Garrett Wilson, Olave, um, man, there, there's some ballers, um, but bro, Nolan, no no low. My boy, <laughs> thank you for coming on to the Players Club podcast, bro. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. I know people enjoyed it. Hey, man, I appreciate you for having me. Had a great time, man. Big thank you to Nolan Turner for coming on to the podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. What an incredible, seriously, what an incredible sto- story journey. Uh, just a guy who developed and became a superstar in college, and now is kind of trying to do the same things in his hopes to get to the NFL. Overlooked, but once again proving himself that he belongs, and so. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, like I said, I enjoy every conversation I have because it's fun. Get to hear from my friends and you guys get to hear a bunch of stuff, hopefully that you didn't know or insights and all that good stuff. But to the, to what we really want to get to today is you guys got us to 3000 subscribers. Thank you so much. Um, I did make a joke that I have an Oklahoma hat. And the only reason I don't have one on is because you guys haven't bought me one yet. So if, you, if you're serious about buying me one, literally DM me or tweet at me on Twitter and or instagram and i'll send you guys my address and you guys can send me an oklahoma app and i will wear it on the on, on one of these episodes coming not if not next week the week after that if i get one because my oklahoma fans y'all are, y'all are like loyal my clemson fans are obviously y'all been with me but my the oklahoma fan base y'all are super loyal uh so i appreciate it and so now you know once you hit a goal like you you cherish it because like y'all putting wind in my cells like all right i'm gonna keep doing these podcasts if y'all are liking them but now we got our we got our we got our our sights set on bigger things, guys. We're on the road to four thousand now, you know. And I thought we could get there a lot quicker than we got to three thousand. So let's get there like this week. If you guys like like the episodes, let's keep subscribing. Send it to your friends. Send it to any any anybody who likes football, who likes sports, who likes leadership. Because I feel like you get everything on this podcast. I feel like I'm giving you guys everything that comes with it. So episode twenty one. Uh, thank you guys once again for all the love and support. It really does mean the most. So continue to support us, continue to reach out, and we'll continue to engage with you guys. Uh, like, s- subscribe, share, comment, follow, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, but episode 21 has been, has been a pleasure. I'm your host of the Players Club Podcast, a podcast by the players for the people. Um, and it's been a great one. Peace out. See you next week.